Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, December 1st. It's finally here. December winning time in college football, winning time in the NFL. Getting down to almost the knockout stage in the World Cup. And obviously, you know, December is kind of a busy month. We do not have a schedule yet for the holidays. Um, thanks for bearing with us during the Thanksgiving break. Took a few extra days off. This week's been a, a cruise with no herd on FS1. We're back on Monday. Um, but I thought we'd level up a little bit today. The discourse, we have not really given college football its due in recent weeks, but this is pretty much it until bowl season. And we know bowls don't really matter in college football like they used to. The playoff obviously does, and this weekend will go a long way to determining it. So, we have a special guest today. He has not been on the podcast, but if you used to listen to my Saturday radio show, Saturday mornings, Fox Sports Radio, he I think he came on a couple times. Chris Felica, a.k.a. The Bear. He is on College Football Game Day. He is Kirk Herbstreet's guy. He is big into gambling, and as a bonus, he's a New York Jets fan. You're going to love it. He bets on the World Cup. He's really into gambling. Um, really a multi-tool player. Can't talk about anything. I think you guys are going to like it. We get into NFL draft. He gives out a little gem for Jets fans. You're going to love it. But first, before we get to Felica, folks, I, listen, you never want to toot your own horn too much because every time you do that, you pat yourself on the back. Maybe you throw out a shoulder, elbow injury. But folks, did you see what was said about Kyler Murray? Ahem. Did you see? It is, listen, this is a guy, as soon as it started to go south, I started to say some stuff that I had heard about Arizona, what's going on there, Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury. So what happened on Wednesday? Former Arizona Cardinal, Patrick Peterson, longtime great in Arizona, 
probably one of the best defensive players the franchise has ever had, went on a podcast and said, Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. That's just a matter of the fact. Okay? It did not take long for it to get around. And, of course, <sighs> Kyler Murray responded because that's what that's what these guys do. They're young guys. They get into it on social media. This isn't true. You on some weird shit, P2. And he um, tagged Patrick Peterson. You got my number. If you really felt like this as a big bro or mentor, you're supposed to call me and tell me, not drag me so your podcast can grow. So they were teammates for two years. And it's very weird because, and folks, you're going to hear this as a recurring theme. Kyler Murray does not like to be criticized. If, and I'll be delicate here, if, if you go on TV and talk negatively about Kyler Murray, it will get back to him quickly. He will then get word back to you. Hey, 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 what's going on? Why, why you got to come at me? What's with the aggressive nature? He's very, very sensitive. And I, I've told you guys this. This is a legendary high school football player in Texas. Did not lose a game. All he knows is winning. That's it. Then he goes to college, struggles a little bit. Ends up transferring, goes to Oklahoma. What does he do? Heisman Trophy, goes to the... Uh, I don't think they made the national championship, but they made the playoff. I think they lost to... I think it was Bama. He, I mean, they were down 28 nothing, and he put up a good fight in big numbers. Number one pick. Everything's come easy to this guy. And now, you know, they had been growing, and I, and I talked about this. They went from terrible to mediocre to last year, the playoffs. And it was like a, a straight arrow up for Kyler Murray. His numbers had increased. Cliff Kingsbury was on the rise. It was like, they got a good thing going. Schedule got tougher. DeAndre Hopkins popped six games for using, I don't even know what it was, but stuff that he wasn't supposed to. And the defense has been awful. The worst part is they've paid Cliff and Kyler. And again, there's no need to pile on here, but I'm just telling you guys right now. Buda Baker is the leader of that defense. And when Buda Baker, if he retires or leaves the Cardinals, if he's asked about Kyler and he's honest, it's going to be much worse than what Patrick Peterson said. That's for sure. And again, I, I know I mentioned it on the podcast, but you know, go look at the DeAndre Hopkins social media post that got pushed by the NFL, how on Thanksgiving, DeAndre Hopkins was doing great things for the community, uh, handing out Thanksgiving turkeys and all the teammates showed up. You know, I'm just saying, what was Kyler Murray doing? And I'm not asking him to be that leader, but he's clearly not in the locker room. And now to have Patrick Peterson coming off the top rope here, oof, it's rough. And and Cliff Kingsbury's out here taking arrows. It's just getting really ugly in Arizona. And it's unfortunate because they were good last year. They're fun to watch. Kyler Murray is is a dynamic player. He's just, you know, they're struggling. Let's see here. They are 4-8, and 1-6 at home. Lost two in a row. The, the loss to the Chargers was brutal. I don't totally think that's on Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, all they got to get is a couple first downs there in the fourth quarter, and it's all good. So they are on a bye this week. So more fodder for the bye week. Then they come out of it, and it's hello, Patriots. Now, if you remember back to last year in New England, Kyler Murray was kind of solved by Belichick. It was a great defensive scheme. He didn't actually bum rush Murray off the edges. He essentially just had his guys stay on their edges. Just stay. So Kyler Murray could not run and escape the pocket. And Kyler struggled badly in that game. Uh, I think I was on the Cardinals and I lost that bet. Because, I listen, I was all in on Kyler. It was a fun run last year. He could make you some money. Patriots solved him late in the season. It was a downhill after that. After the Patriots, they play at Denver. 
It'll be nice and cold, but Denver's awful. They got their own problems. Then on Christmas night against Tampa, Tampa's got massive issues. Maybe they win that. It's indoors, good weather. Then they close out on the road, Falcons and Niners. That Niners game, I doubt Kyler Murray plays. We'll see. If San Francisco's sitting there, guys, maybe he plays. But it's just a weird situation. We talked about, you know, is there a landing spot for Kyler? A lot of Arizona fans push back. But I'm telling you guys, as it grows, it's okay to say, man, Kyler Murray's really good, but I don't know if he's fitting with this team. I don't know if he's the guy that I thought he was. A lot of fans out there, they'll just defend Arizona at all costs. Listen, I was defending Zach Wilson. Let's give this guy a chance. He starts vomiting all over himself uh, against the Patriots. I'm sitting here like, can we get Flacco in here? Where's the backup quarterback? Get him out. And next thing you know, he's benched. Like, reality has to set in. I- I'm not totally done with Kyler. I'm I'm optimistic that people can change and Kyler Murray can see where he's making his mistakes and adapt. Because, honestly, he's got too good uh, of a history of talent there. I mean, he's been pretty damn good the last two years. He was an N- MVP candidate. I know it was in October, uh, maybe early November. But he's very talented, putting up good numbers. This year's been bad. And the biggest problem is they paid him. So now, hey, revolving door on the offensive line, guys injured left and right. Well, we paid Kyler. We can't afford <laughs> can't afford four great offensive linemen. I, I don't know what the move is. I, I would look I would look at DeAndre Hopkins and see what happens to him in the offseason. Because eventually they're gonna have to start cutting some salary. And I, I just don't know, guys. I don't think the upside's there for Arizona and Kyler Murray. Not, not right now. Nothing's insurmountable. Remember, Seattle was supposed to be a dumpster fire this year. They're like in the playoff mix. Remember, Atlanta, they were supposed to be picking top three. They're in the wild card mix. Like, it's not as, it's never as dire as it appears, but it is very, very bad right now for the Arizona Cardinals. All right, let's get to our guest, the great bear, Chris Felica from ESPN Game Day. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, a guy you are surely are familiar with. If you follow college football, I mean, goodness gracious, he's been on game day for, can I say decades? I don't know. I mean, as long as I've been watching, (laughs) he's been popping up there as a gambling machine. Chris Felica, a.k.a. The Bear. How are you, Chris? 27 years to be to be exact. Uh, that, that, that's the answer. Yep. Kirk, Kirk and I started the same year in 1996. You and Herb Been Street are obviously buddies. You guys hang out. I, I like listening to your, uh, you know, your travel exploits. Um, <laughs> you know, listen, you got a tough job in the fall. You know, my wife doesn't love football season. And now World Cup is tossed in. NFL, college football, NBA starts up, college hoops. It, it's it's really tough. How do you handle these, these every I, fall, Chris? I mean, it's I, I, I think I think your wife and my wife should uh, should get together and exchange horror stories. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, my wife my wife's a saint. This is uh as long as she's known me, this has been my my deal. And now adding the uh, the Thursday night Amazon game to everything this right. year has certainly caused everything to get moved up a uh, a day during the week. But we, we do it because we love it. And then you know what? After uh, Football season's over. We we shut it down for a little bit, so uh, it has its pluses and its minuses. But uh, yeah, it, it's definitely been a uh, a lot of a lot of travel this year. And but uh, uh, the the end of the end of the road is near. We're getting yeah, close yeah, to uh, playoff time. Already getting ready to book us uh, what February travel or do you do February do Turks and playoffs? Caicos has been booked already, Jason. Nice. You know, that's the yes. annual the annual trip and the yeah, the, the February trip is a nice beach trip where we get to relax and shut it down. And then the uh the the spring summer trip is the uh the exploration trip where we get to be a little more adventurous. Yeah, I like it. I, I uh, trust me, why my, my my wife loves to hear when we start planning that post Super Bowl trip. She's just all excited. Like, Finally, we can do something because uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, it's kind of I, I got to work. You know, this is the job. But uh, at any rate, Chris, I will point out early. You are a huge Jets fan. I correct. Am. Yes. Yes. So I these am. are good times. Uh, we, the we, Mike we White. Had, yep. yep. Yeah, we we'll get, we'll get for... to that eventually. Yeah. You have yeah, season, yeah, we had season tickets. T- yeah. Now from, we had season tickets from uh, 1978 until the time uh, I left for, uh, for college in uh, 1990. So uh, yeah, my dad, my dad gave him up right around then. So yeah, we, we, uh, we spent a lot of time at uh, Shea Stadium and, and the Meadowlands before uh, moving on up here. Kenny O'Brien, Altoon, Freeman McNeil, yeah, Wes, Wes, Wesley Walker, Lance Mel, Greg Buttle, Jerry Holmes, Daryl Ray, yeah. Johnny Hector. Should, should, should Johnny we go Hector. Yeah, I mean, you can go on longer than me. What a great podcast that would be! Uh, Jason oh, McIntyre, yeah, just... Chris Flake, and ra- exchange random jets from the uh, from yeah. the nineteen eighties for their for for an hour and a half. Yes. I got a some jets football cards. Listen to that. 
Yeah, oh, people, massive interest. Uh, but let's go to your your focus, obviously, college football. It's championship weekend. I don't know. Chris, I've seen a lot of people saying that, hey, even if USC loses, even if TCU loses, they're probably both safe. Georgia, definitely safe. Michigan, uh, let's just not kid ourselves. They're not losing to Purdue. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, Chris, do you really buy that? If TCU loses, do, do yes. does Alabama sneak in? No, no Alabama's no. got no shot. No shot. Uh, Ala- uh, no shot. Alabama. It would go against everything every committee has ever thought and put in, into motion. And I don't, I don't, I think USC needs to win as well. I think if USC loses, Ohio State's going to get in. Uh, that, that, that's how I think it'll play down because I mean, they, Whoa. people are trying, trying to draw the same parallel with TCU and USC, but USC does have a loss. And I think that's where the situation is a little bit different. And I still think there are people out there that aren't, you know, I think they all believe Caleb Williams is the Heisman winner and the best player in the country. But I do think there is still this not quite sure about USC just because of the way uh, they've gotten fortunate with some turnover luck throughout the year. And their defense has been so bad. They're not a complete team. Mm -hmm. And and I think when people are measuring uh, if it's an 11-1 Ohio State versus an 11-2 USC, I think Ohio State will probably get the nod, but but that's where I think it's different because you've got TCU who's undefeated, you've got Michigan who's undefeated, and you've got Georgia who's undefeated. I think all three of those teams are in regardless of what happens on Saturday. Interesting. Okay, so let's drill down on USC for a moment. So they lose, I think they trailed Utah for like a grand total of 38 seconds or whatever it was on the road, right? Made their conference championship game. Ohio State's best win is Penn State, Penn State. which yeah. hasn't beaten anybody. Um, and they didn't make their conference championship game, and they lost at home right. to Michigan by 75 points. Was it 80? I forget. Um, I, I have a hard time seeing Ohio State making the playoff. Well, I, like, I, I I don't think – look, this is a bad year, man. Like, like in any other year, I, I don't think there would be cases to be made, but you're looking at a USC team that very easily could have lost to Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in a one possession game with Arizona or in a one possession game with Cal or a field goal game with UCLA. They, they were easily like, like all of these games with USC have been close. And unlike TCU, TCU's managed to win all of those games. So like, like I said, if it were any, any other year, I don't think that people would be saying Ohio state has a chance, but this is certainly a, a weird year with some of the teams that are in consideration. So, yeah, I, I think I think what, what would ultimately happen is uh, they'd throw up the stats side by side and look at the, the offensive and defensive efficiency ranks and look at the overall strength of schedule and look at everything. And I think all, and I think there would probably be a football judgment still made that Ohio state is a better complete team. So that's just my opinion hmm. from, from going through the process and seeing how they have operated in the past, but like getting back to Alabama, like, like what you talk about, what's Ohio state's best one. Yeah. They, they beat Notre Dame and, and by about the, the same, that you, win, yes. by about the same USC did. And they, and they did beat Penn state. Like, what has Alabama done? They they beat Texas with with, with, with Hudson Card came in as a backup, yeah, backup and a last yeah. second field goal, and they beat an Ole Miss team that completely collapsed down the stretch. Or they beat Mississippi State. Like they didn't beat LSU, they didn't beat Tennessee. Like like look, look I get the whole we want the best four teams in, right. but I'm not necessarily sure Ohio State is better. Hmm. Than TCU this year. If we're just going to say best four, okay, every year we're going to put Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Alabama, <laughs> and Georgia. We're going to play a year. Let's go right to the playoff, and those four teams have the most talent. They're getting it. 
So I think it's good that we have a little bit of a uh, – it's so funny because every year we hear, oh, it's the same teams over and over again, same teams over, and now there's an opportunity for <laughs> – for TCU and USC to get in, and it's like, well, I, I think you know, I think still yeah. think Ohio State and Bama are better. Like, well, well, take your pick. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. Uh, the The toughest part for me in this whole discussion is strength of schedule, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm curious, what do you, where do you go for strength of schedule? Because a lot of people point to FPI. Uh, mm-hmm. Football Power Index for ESPN, mm-hmm. which loves Texas. I mean, we we can say it was Hudson Card, and you know, uh, what's Ewers was starting his second game ever, and uh, Texas is eight and four. But mm-hmm. FPI loves this this Texas team. So, how do you juggle the strength of schedule? Yeah, I, I I what I don't do is what a lot of people do and just add up the cumulative record of your opponents. I do think there needs to be a power ranking component uh, to it. Uh, there needs to be a site component to it. There needs to be a rest component to it. Like in, in the ESPN strength, the schedule model does utilize all of those things. And that's why I think you look at the strength of schedule. Uh, and one of the things that I think why TCU comes out so good in strength of schedule and strength of record is because if you look at their schedule, they played only two teams that have been, in the bottom third of the country. Like they played an FCS game and they played Colorado. Like most of their games are against the legitimate teams in college football, whereas Ohio State has had five of those games. But if you look at you look at the thread of the schedule, yeah, you've got TCU 35, USC 57, Ohio State 34. Like they're all in Michigan 39. They're all kind of compatible. Mm-hmm. But USC does have the 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 worst schedule of the bunch there. And if you look at all the contenders, the worst unit by far is the USC defense who has a an efficiency rank of 65th. Like mm. if you look at if you look at Georgia, they're fourth in offense, first in defense. Michigan's 11 and 6, TCU's 7 and 24, Ohio State's 2 and 16, and USC's 1 and 65. So again, is that ultimately going to come into play if they lose? I don't know, but but um the the, the numbers on the paper do indicate that of, of the contenders, USC is the weakest if you're looking at uh, power ratings and some of the efficiency stuff outside of obviously the USC offense. So I think everybody would agree SEC, the best country. If you take like mm-hmm. the top 10 teams, I don't know, unless you want to go for all of them, but if you I don't just even like, know if I, I don't even know oh. if I say that this year, like is the SEC West any good? Like, 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 like fair question. <laughs> I, 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 no. Yeah, I, I think Alabama is good. I think LSU is good at like, is Ole Miss really good? Like Mississippi State is okay, but after that, like who else? Like like in the in the East, Georgia's really good. Obviously, Tennessee's good, and unfortunately, lost Hooker. South Carolina's pulled yeah. some upsets, but it's it's a top heavy off. It's a top heavy uh uh conference for like like that's why I think. I mean, it it's more complete than the Big Ten, which is a three team conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, where does the Pac-12 figure in? Because, you know, you mentioned that the, the – Above the ACC. No probably uh, right below the Big 12 and above the ACC. Really? Like, you don't think the Pac-12 is better than the Big 10 this year? Um, well, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I moved your uh, – I'm slotting them in the wrong spot. Yeah, I would have as a whole – I would have the, the, I would have the Pac-12 as a whole above the Big 10, yes. Because yeah. I, I think so- – if you if you the the depth of USC Washington Utah Oregon Oregon State and Oregon State's good and I forget <laughs> yeah. I, like like that that's that's legit like I, like if you look to the the Big Ten West there's nobody there that's scaring you 
Yeah. Like, like, yeah. So I'd probably I'd go SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, uh, ACC. Big Twelve would be, be below ACC. Big, no, 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 no. Big Twelve would be third. I mean, Big Twelve I, 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 third. You're, you're asking me all these difficult questions. Sorry, yeah, sorry, and, sorry. sorry. Yeah, and I, I only I, I, I'm trying to do it because Chris, you know that this whole discussion about like USC versus Ohio State, two loss USC if they lose versus Ohio State, and I'm like, I look at the Pac-12 like that Arizona team. I, I know they had a, a new coach who everybody likes, and the mm-hmm. quarterback has come on strong. They they don't have the record, but I'm seeing they're twelfth in the country in yards per play. That offense, if they're in the Big Ten, Chris. I don't know who's stopping them other than maybe Michigan. Like Arizona, for some reason, is really good quickly. Yeah, no, they they, they have certainly turned it around, and we we saw them uh, obviously get shut down by by Mississippi State in a non conference game, and and uh, get get give up a bunch of yards and a bunch of points to uh, to Oregon, Washington. They're more of a, a, a more of a defensive deal. Uh, for them, but but no, I I think Delora is a hit and miss guy, and what Jed Fish has done, he's he's created some excitement now within that program. I think when he was hired a couple of years ago, people kind of thought that his energy would be good mm-hmm. and, and it would create the, some excitement. But uh, it's good to because we talk about now everything's playoff, 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 yeah. and like a lot of times you forget about some of the other rivalries and the other games, uh, but. The, the the atmosphere when they when they beat ASU last week was great, and it's awesome to see that some of these rivalry games still matter, and people, and 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 people uh, are are involved and, and invested in something outside of just the playoff. Yeah. Before we get to the, are you an eight, a twelve guy? Um, I just wonder. Uh, you know, USC. We we've. We've talked a little bit about the Pac-12. I look at Caleb Williams, the offense, Lincoln Riley. It's happened very quickly. Of all the four teams that would make the playoff, Georgia, uh, Michigan, TCU, and USC, for mm-hmm. my money, I think USC would have the best chance against Georgia. Is that a crazy statement? Um, No, because I think they have the most dangerous combination Outs uh, that that could that could impact Georgia. Right. At the same time, it's also I think high risk, high reward because there might be a chance where they may not see the ball because Georgia just absolutely might manhandle them up front and control the line of scrimmage and control time of possession. But it's funny, I actually was asking San Francisco about that on the pod, and um, and, and that was that that was it. I was like, who, if you're Georgia, would you least like to face? And, and I think that was. Uh, what we kind of agreed on that it was USC just because you don't know what's going to happen with Caleb Williams. I like, he could completely just be a one man show. Like he's been most of the year on offense and and dominate the game. But again, on the flip side, there's the opportunity that Georgia might totally control the game. Certainly. I I think back to, I believe it was Georgia, Oklahoma uh, playoff game. That was like 54, 48. Does this ring a bell at all? Uh, who was yep. running? Yeah, the, Tony the, Rose Bowl game. the Rose, the Rose Bowl game. Uh, yeah, in 2017, the year the Tua game, and where where Georgia wound up losing an overtime That's to Alabama. So yeah. basically, Baker Mayfield did the throat slash when they were up big. Mm-hmm. I think near halftime, and then Georgia stormed back. Like I don't know that Lincoln Riley would have that kind of success against USC uh, against a uh, SEC defense like Georgia. But I, you know. Felica, when we talk NFL, it's like I always bet offense over defense. Mm-hmm. Not not the 49ers offense this week, though. I, I just <laughs> I, I have a feeling Lincoln Riley can pull some stuff, man, and, and they can be competitive. I just don't know if 
Like, you know, everybody saw Michigan have these huge plays, four plays of 69 yards or more for touchdowns. Yeah. Like against Ohio State. I, I see no way that happens against Georgia. Like none. For, Agree or for, disagree? No, no, no. For 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 you, no. I I, I don't. You're talking about Michigan's offense against yeah, Georgia. If, Mich- or if Michigan's see, facing Georgia no, in the national title. No, game. no, no, no. That 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 wouldn't happen. No, that that, that wouldn't happen against against Kirby Smart's defense. Not at all. No, they, they, they would they would not be uh, in, in that position whatsoever. All right, let's get to championship weekend. Uh, do we even need to spend any time on Michigan Purdue? I don't know. No, I, just, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Unfortunately, I, mean, I already bet it. I know it's you're not supposed to bet double digit favorites. Um, listen, Purdue. This remember what happened last year. Michigan beats Ohio State in the game, and everybody says, "Oh, there's no way they're going to show up against Iowa." That was the uh, yeah. Harbaugh's doing cartwheels all week, like, and then it was what forty nine ten or something, something obscene. Yeah, fifty one three or forty one three, whatever, whatever, whatever the heck it was. Yeah, I, I think it this could be another. Uh, Another high-scoring game, just because you've got a, a, a Purdue team that's going to throw the ball a lot. You're probably going to see a lot of plays in the game. You, you would assume Michigan's going to break off some big runs. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to lay 17, mm-hmm. but uh, just because Iowa does have a pulse on offense, unlike <laughs> Iowa did last year. Yeah. But uh, I, I could see this one being pretty high-scoring. So over for you, huh, on that one? Yeah, I, I, if, if I had to play it, I would go over. All right, so uh, TCU Kansas State. The game game day will be at this one. Uh, everybody, this is a weird sign, uh, Chris. When I start tweeting about TCU, all I get are these people saying, "Oh, Kansas State's winning that game." Kansas State, yep. and just for fun, I yep. click on everybody's profile, and it's like you know, guys with like ten followers. Not not that that matters, <laughs> but it's just like to me, it's like a bunch of people who, and they're all probably, Ohio State fans too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't check that much, but it feels like. A, a public dog here in Kansas State. Yeah. Um, does that mean TCU right. for you? Yeah, you are right. I think T, I think K State is a bit of a public dog, and I think, I mean, look, you can. The, everyone's pointing to the first meeting where Adrian Martinez got hurt on the first play of the game. Then Will Howard came in, and they took a big lead, and yeah. then Howard got hurt, and, and and the offense did nothing after that, and TCU wound up wound up winning the game. But the the way TCU is kind of improved defensively up front. Look, I know it was against Texas. That was a very physical game that we did a couple of weeks ago. So we had that game. Then the Baylor game was another game where the the defense made some plays to keep them in the game. And then last week, just annihilating Iowa State. I'm probably the wrong person to ask on this game because I have a TCU future ticket, like 18, 20 to one. So like I'm literally in a position now where it's just, I'm going to take K-State plus the points and maybe I for, for the stake of the bet. And I basically get a, a free roll on a, uh, on a TCU future. And maybe I get lucky and TCU wins by, by one or two when I thread the, uh, the thin needle, but I think TCU is going to win the game. I, I really do. I think <laughs> uh, there is something to all of the, Okay, they didn't deserve to win the first meeting. They're the weakest of the team. They shouldn't be in the playoff. But they, I think they, I think they've gotten better uh, as the year has gone on. Certainly on the defensive side of the ball. So yeah, give me TCU to win. Yeah, it, it feels like one of those charm seasons. I know that sounds cliche and silly, mm-hmm. but it the ball always seems to bounce their way. Even that fire drill uh, field goal yep, uh, against Baylor, it was like that never goes right. It's like they're betting on their kicker here. What? And, 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 and McAfee did an awesome job kind of breaking that play down and showing how they were prepared for it and they practiced it and everyone was ready to ready to get onto the field and they knew exactly where they needed. It, it, he did an awesome job as he was explaining why it works and this is why they seem to practice it 
every day of practice. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen, this is a tough championship Saturday. Georgia, I think, is 17 and a half against yeah. LSU. Or, I mean, and there's some questionable uh, speculation about Jaden Daniels and whether what his health status mm-hmm. is. I, I read a report he was That's in a brutal. walking boot. Is that accurate? Yeah, that, I've heard that as well. I don't think this game is going to be close. I'm going to lay it uh, with, with with Georgia here. Um, if Daniels is not 100% and he can't move around, that's a massive problem. Yeah. And if you look at Georgia the last couple of years against top 15 teams, not named Alabama, mm-hmm. six times, uh, uh, Georgia has allowed 13, 3, 11, 13, 0, and 3. Like, these offenses that are overmatched by the Georgia defense, they don't do anything. Uh, I think it's going to be more of the same here. Look, there are people at Georgia, I mean, they, they won the national title last year, but they wanted the SEC title, and it matters to them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an opportunity to get an SEC title for Stetson Bennett to add to his legacy and legend at Georgia. I, I don't think this game's going to be close at all. A uh, quick word on uh, Hendon Hooker, who I like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I know he's 25 and he'll drop yeah, in the draft, it. blah, blah, blah. 
he's had such an incredible season, and watching him against that Georgia defense was like, it, it was a bit eye-opening. I don't know if it was m- as much about Hooker as the simplicity of the Tennessee offense, but he looked totally rattled and confused, didn't know like what was going on. Yeah, I, I think it was the latter of that. Just uh, the, the, the offense, once you figure it out, and the the way the game went, that it was basically Georgia led from the get, and there was only one way back in the game for Tennessee. But you hit on it, I think, uh, with with the agent. That's what people are going to talk about come 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 draft day. Okay, he's twenty five years old. He's coming off of a, an ACL injury. We're probably not going to be able to get him on the field until he, like, like that's the stuff, unfortunately, that's going to come up. And uh, he's a, he's a great player. And, and I, and I hope he does get an opportunity to, uh, to the very least uh, make a roster in the NFL and hang around. What about Jets fourth round pick? What do you think? I, I, I'm, I'm, I am all in on Jake Hainer third round pick for the Jets. But with the that's Fresno my, kid? That's my guy. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Oh no, my it, gosh. I'm going to have to do do a deeper dive. I remember talking about him in the preseason because we like some things we saw out of Fresno. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't NFL third round. Okay. Now, there we that, go. That, Jets that, fans. That, that's that. That's my, that's my master plan. And, and honestly, I, we can get into the draft a, a little bit now. Like, I don't know, man, like all these teams drafted at the top, who are going to want a quarterback. Yeah. Like I, Stroud, are you, re- are you really staking your future to CJ Stroud or, Will Levis with a top six or ten pick. <laughs> well, Sean Payton was on uh, was on the herd with us. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. Monday, and he said, "Well, does it make sense to just take a defensive player first and yes. say we'll just we'll take yes. Caleb Williams next?" Yes, week? yes, it does. Thank you. This is why we love Sean Payton because okay. he's right, and, and and that's what I, one of these teams at the top of the draft like 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 Houston. You who the hell knows what they're going to do because they're a complete complete mess, but. Like they need so. I mean, I know Davis Mills is not the guy, oh, and, and a backup's not the guy. Kyle Allen. So, so they're probably going to get sucked into taking someone. Mm. But man, I don't know. Because they're going to be bad again, even with Stroud. He's not going to turn this the, the, the franchise <laughs> around there. Yes. Um, but then again, everybody thought this year that Seattle would be one of the worst teams in the league. They're they're in the playoffs. Atlanta is in the playoff hunt. Like NFL strange, but anyways, to go back to the final game, USC, Utah, uh, you know, I I don't know how much you care about the whole revenge angle. Um, I am curious. Do you think USC will have like a 60, 40 home field advantage here? No, 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 I don't think so at all. Okay. Utah travels, dude. I mean, they've got great fans. I I remember being in that building last year. It was all, Mm. Utah fans. Now, granted, they were playing Oregon, and Oregon had kind of collapsed down the stretch. But uh, no, Utah will have a ton of fans there on a uh, on Friday night, and, and I, I like Utah in the game. I mm. think uh, I, look, look, Dalton Kincaid had a massive game first time around against SC, so you know that SC is going to do some things uh, defensively to try and assure that the, he does not have another what 16 catch for 240 yard uh, type of night uh but but at the same time i think that's going to allow other avenues for the utah offense to, to kind of move the ball up and down the field and they don't typically vomit all over themselves and turn the ball over i think they had the one turnover in the first meeting deep in se territory so se really didn't stop them that night um I, I, I think it's a bad matchup from that standpoint. And, and, and I also think that 
we've seen time and time again Pac-12 teams in this position lose on the big stage with an opportunity to go to the playoff. I wonder about how many hits Caleb Williams can continue to take because I think we saw last week that quarterback run is going to be a big part of their offense uh, without Travis Dye being in there this week. I don't know. I, I see away from home has been involved in a bunch of close games. Uh, I But if they win, if he can pull off Superman Act once again and they win, God bless him, and they deserve to to make the playoff, and he'll win the Heisman Trophy. But I just don't think it's going to be very easy at all for SC on Friday night. Interesting. All right, pivoting quickly to the New York Football Jets. They got Minnesota this week. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious. I haven't heard your thoughts yet on the Zach Wilson situation. Uh, I I mean, have you talked about it at length or no? No, 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 no. I, I was. I'm just going going back to the draft uh, when when they drafted him second overall, and and I couldn't have been more opposed to the pick. Did I you want concerned. Justin Fields? No, I wanted them to take. Um, it was not. I did not want them to take a quarterback. Who? Uh, who? Who were the uh, the defensive players that were available in the draft at that point? No, I, oh, I did Micah not Parsons? want. To, um. I'm going to have to go back. Here, here we go. Let's, I mean, 2021 NFL draft. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I wanted them to do. Uh, I did not want a quarterback. Um, I wanted them to take Penesul. I wanted them to take Penesul. Mm. That's what I wanted them to take. They could have um, used him, I, by the way, because Mekhi Becton uh, looks like he's done with yeah. the organization. Oh, he's, yeah, he, he, he's, he's a non-factor. But I was concerned at the time about Zach Wilson, and I was very vocal at the time, about you got a guy who had one year of great production behind an offensive line that was 24, 25 years old and the, at the 26th college level, guys that go on Mormon missions and come back and play. You did it in a COVID year with a weird schedule, mm. guys who weren't necessarily playing every week, opponents, group of five schedule. I, I There were a lot of things that raised red flags uh, in my eyes about uh, the sudden love affair of Zach Wilson. And unfortunately, it looks like a majority of them are coming true. Yeah, so, you, you had seen him more than I had in college. Frankly, I, he did nothing memorable at all at the college level for me. It was all, oh, it's pro day, and look what he is yep, capable exactly. of. And Look, if like, he could throw the ball 70 yards. Wow, <laughs> look at that. Okay. So I, got, so, I think it was – I don't know if it was uh, Daniel Jeremiah, but he might have come up with the nickname the Mormon Mahomes, or he said it or repeated <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then you show the Zach Wilson stuff, and you're like, great. And then he comes out there. I don't know, man. I, I I don't know that it's happening. Let, I do have to no. ask you this. You did mention uh, Fresno quarterback, uh, and we're going to mm-hmm. have to drill down on that later for sure. Um, you know, privately, I'll have to look at it. But um, I am curious. Jimmy Garoppolo becomes a free agent. Derek Carr has an out in his deal. Um, any of those guys appear interesting to you, given the Jets look like they have a defense that's playoff ready? Well, that's the thing. If you out, if they if White would have been the quarterback all year. Or, or like, there's a legit chance that they would have locked up a playoff spot by now. Like if White continues to play quarterback and he goes out and play, he's not look, he's not going to have the type of game he had last week against right. the Bears, who were one of the worst defenses in the league. But it's clear he can process the offense. It's clear he can make quick decisions, and it's clear that the locker room like you saw the way uh, Wilson and, and more in in. All the other the uh, Corey Davis, like like they're all on the field now at the same time, and they got a quarterback who can 
get off his first read and get the ball to like that's all that was really missing. Like defensively, they've got a playoff caliber defense right now, and they got skill position players at wide receiver, and they're capable on offense even without Brees Hall. Like quarterback was the, the like that was why I was not high on them this year because I did not expect much from 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 Zach Wilson, and that's why I was down on them. But if White's going to be the guy now, and he continue to provide uh, just slightly above average quarterback plot. Yeah. I, I like them this week against Minnesota. I really? think it's a really I, I think it's a really dangerous game for the Vikings. They're going to be going against a really good defense that can get after Kirk Cousins and and, and with with White I, I think they have opportunities to um to get big plays. Yeah, so I I will be on the Jets plus the points on Sunday. And, it's, and it's, I had it's yeah. funny. It's funny because I had a ticket on the Jets now that I made before the Jets, not before the year, but when they were winning the games, pulling you know what out of their ass, facing all the back <laughs> of the quarterbacks, and they they were still like, uh, and they were still at a bettable price as to not make the playoffs. I'm going to bet them to make the playoffs now because I think that that you look at the schedule, they're getting to at least nine and eight, and they have a really good chance, I think, to get to ten. Yeah, it, it's really weird the whole like how quickly they've turned it around. The, the ability to get pressure with just four and not have to blitz and having Sauce Gardner as kind of a lockdown guy on the side. I know he gave up a big play to the Bears, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it's all come quickly. I, did you know Brees, Brees Hall would be this good this quickly? No, 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 I didn't. I, I, I loved him at Iowa State. I wasn't sure uh, if the number of carries and, and the amount of time he was on the field at Iowa State would kind of be a hindrance to him moving forward. But but no, he he. Look, I, I'm an Iowa State homer. I mean, I, I I loved their team the last couple of years, and they've kind of collapsed this year, unfortunately. Yeah. But so I saw a lot of him. But but it was clear that he was a playmaker in college, and I was uh, really happy to see him getting off to a great start. And unfortunately, season came to an end a little too soon. Yeah. Speaking of Iowa State, what happened to Matt Campbell? He was like, oh, this guy's up for every job, and I mean, what? What's the deal with it? Is he in trouble? Or I don't. I, I have no he's idea what's going tr- on. He's not in trouble there. They they look. They, they are. He, I don't know. I mean, it's so weird because you, for the type of coach that people think that he is and what I think he is, he has a tendency, like when you get – I have pulled up a number about what Iowa State's record is under Matt Campbell when the point spread is between three and a half either way, whether they're favored by three and a half or an underdog or three and a half. Like their winning percentage, it's like five and 19 oh, uh, is their record in those games. Like all these perceived toss-up games that they have an opportunity to win, they lose and they find a way to lose. So it, it's it's amazing that they continually seem to lose all these games that that are, that are toss-up type games. You just wonder, is it bad decisions by him? Is it bad decisions by players? Is it just a coin flip pot luck where they get a bad break? Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they are certainly a, a, a cursed program from the standpoint of being able to win some of these close games. I love the diversity. You're able to talk deep on Matt Campbell, college football, NFL. Do you, any uh, world cup futures you have still alive? I've been yeah, I, 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 I have a big Brazil future. And as oh, we're that's... recording this right now, you're catching me turning my head. I think numerous times. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm uh, watching. Argentina just took a two nil lead. Finally, over over uh, Paul. And it certainly looked like watching the first half. This was going to go this way. Yeah. Uh, eventually, but no, I have a big, uh, I have a big Brazil future to to win beforehand. Um, I got an Argentina to win the group, um, which well, that works looks out like a lot well. Now Mexico's also yeah. up two nothing. 
Mexico's um, wow. Okay. Yeah, they're pulling. They yeah, they they're, they had they were up up against the wall. Um, you yeah. know, and they they scored two goals early second half. We're what we're recording this. Uh, and, Wednesday, and, and then and then the other the other bet that I made as well, well on a longer price ticket was I bet a Andre Kramaritra from Croatia to win the Golden Boot. Uh, he's hmm. got two already. Wow. Uh, there's yeah no he's four he was forty something to one when I when I when I bet I bet this is betting after he had two goals already. Uh, in pocket, uh, I think they're going to beat Belgium, and and I think they're going to wind up winning the group, and I think that moves them over to the right side of the draw where they could get a very favorable draw in the round of sixteen, and they maybe face Germany as well, who defensively has been yeah. been stellar lately. They could potentially make a run, and if he can get to if he can get to five, that might give him a chance. So. Uh, yeah. I thought at 44 to one, it was worth it. Worth, worth yeah, how about Harry Kane? Zero goals after winning the yep. golden boot in 2018. Yep. Soccer's yeah, awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And, Star- any Star- action Star- on- Sterling has been there. Uh, been been oh, their yeah. guy so far. Any action on USA Netherlands? Uh, I am going to probably play draw and maybe I'm going to play USA to advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, the, 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 there's so many teams that were like, are like the sum of the parts like is greater than the production. It feels that way with the Dutch. Like everyone, every like they're going to make a long run. There, they're a threat to win. But you watch them, and you're kind of left wanting more. And they were they were fine yesterday against against Qatar, but Qatar did not offer anything. There was never a threat in that match. And I just wonder now. It, I mean, the the injury to Sargent's a big deal. We'll see if he can play. Uh, if he can't, that's that that'll be a problem. But I think the U.S. midfield can have a can have a very uh, controlling type of game. I, I think they can hold a lot of the ball. We'll see if Memphis Depay is fully healthy for for Netherlands. I, I, the, the Dutch may not concede more than once, but I don't I don't think the Dutch are going to be able to put a, a bunch of goals on the board. I could see this one uh, being uh, being tied after 90 minutes and and draw being the uh, yeah. the, the player. I, I thought like you that. see in the knockout rounds too. You see you see some very hesitant, yep. very cautious play where teams don't want to make the mistake to fall down in, in the match and then have to chase. So I think I think draw is the right play in this one. I love it. I went back and watched USA Belgium. I don't know if you remember it, 2014. Oh, 14. Tim Howard was unbelievable. Tim Howard at one of the great games ever as a goalie in World Cup. I think he had 15 saves or something. But Mm -hmm. Wondolowski is a Chris uh, Wando had a Chris Wondolowski. Yes. Oh my gosh. Anyways, it was it was a draw after regulation. So uh, US could play with these guys, you know. In 2026, Chris. Oh boy, it's coming here. Anyways, all right. I've taken up enough of your time. Uh, The great Chris Felica. You got the podcast with Stanford Steve. You got game day. Uh, gambling, World Cup, NFL, <laughs> just a, a, a multi-tool player. I uh, love talking to you, Bear. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Absolutely. And, uh, enjoy You're the quite welcome, man. Anytime. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Great stuff from Chris Felica. Clearly, he knows his gambling. I love the nuggets on the NFL draft. It's never too early to talk about the NFL draft, especially on this podcast. All right, let's get to the best bet and wrap up with Thursday night football, Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Now, if you are a daily listener, you heard Monday's podcast where I said one of the first games I bet was Buffalo. Thursday night football favored by five and a half over the Patriots. I was like, what am I missing here? Why isn't this number higher? The last two times they met, the playoff game was a bloodbath, 47-17. Buffalo did not punt. 
The game before that, which was the day after Christmas last year, Buffalo, again, throttled New England 33-21, did anything they wanted, and oh, by the way, did not punt. Okay, the game before that, the meeting before that, if you remember, it was early December last year. It was either Thursday night football or Monday night football, and it was the wacky game where there was massive wind, okay? The New England Patriots attempted three passes with Mac Jones. That's it. They just ran the ball down Buffalo's throat. Damian Harris had a big game. Ramondre Stevenson. Um, by the way, Damian Harris is out tonight. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson had a big game. It was one of the ugliest, weirdest games you'll ever see. And it was in a windstorm in Buffalo, and, and the Patriots won. Folks, you go back the last the two meetings in 2020. Now, that was the COVID year. The Patriots were rebounding. There was Cam Newton, different team. Uh, Buffalo, 38. New England, 9. Buffalo, 24. New England, 21. Like, they have dominated with Josh Allen the last five games, largely dominated, with the exception of the win game. What are people seeing in the New England Patriots to, to drive this line down to three and a half? And folks, it looks like it's headed to a flat three. What am I, what am I missing? I know this is not quite the same Buffalo football team um, that we thought would be the, you know, super in the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. Hell, five weeks ago, Was it five weeks ago when they beat the Chiefs? Everybody was crowning the Buffalo Bills. Since then, folks, Josh Allen's been a little spotty, right? Uh, Struggled in the loss to my Jets. Uh, A couple turnovers in uh, against Minnesota. He had a couple turnovers against the Packers. He did uh, rebound for the win over Cleveland, but they, I think, had a push there, and they did not cover in Detroit. But remember, that was during that wacky week with the snowstorm and the travel and it was just awkward. They played, they basically were flying around, short week, everything changed. I, I I don't put a whole lot of stock in that Thanksgiving unimpressive result against Detroit. I don't. Now, are they the juggernaut Bills that at one point was one, two, three, four, five, six and one? No, they're they're not. Now, but why is that? I, I don't know. I look at the injury report. Okay, Von Miller's out. That obviously stinks. Deion Dawkins on the offensive line's out. But that's it. Otherwise, they're pretty healthy, folks. Maybe I'm missing something. It's quite possible that uh, there's a massive hole in in, in whatever I, I'm missing in this game, and New England pushes them to the wire. Uh, I, I just don't want to hear this. Oh, Belichick at home getting points, getting more than a field goal. Like, toss those trends out, guys. A lot of them were with Tom Brady, okay? Again, Mac Jones has a good game against a bad Minnesota defense, and all of a sudden he's good. Oh, well, Jay, Jared Goff, stop. Game was indoors. Stop. But Jacoby Brissett, stop. The game was indoors. Okay? Kirk Cousins is a significantly better quarterback than Mac Jones. Kirk Cousins has better weapons like Justin Jefferson. And oh, by the way, they need a fourth and 18 conversion, a fumble at the goal line. Like, folks, I listen, I don't want to say smash spot and load up on the Buffalo Bills here. Road divisional favorite, uh, more than a field goal. Like, I got a bad number. I, I Clearly, I'm off on something. But you know what? Let's ride, baby. Buffalo Bills. I took him at five and a half. I'll take him at three and a half. This hits three. I'm going to take him again. And I think Josh Allen gets the job done. I, I don't know exactly what I'm missing here. And hey, hey, hey listen, people are wrong. I, di- I am coming off a four and one week in the contest. I think it's my third four and one in the contest. Um, maybe the Bills are overlooking the Patriots because they have a rematch against the Jets next week. <laughs> Thought it end on a joke. All right, folks. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the World Cup soccer. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. 
While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 